0: Thank you, church, for your honour, but more importantly, God is good. Well, yes, I did wear my uh, Scottish jacket, but as you can see, pre-COVID, I don't think I've worn it, so it's very tight, so I might even split it as I'm preaching. But you know, if there's ever a book, we're going through the Roman road, the Book of Romans at the moment, if there's ever a book to free you up and give you freedom, it's the Book of Romans. Isn't it a great book? So I hope you read it for your bedtime reading or your morning reading. It is fantastic. And, you know, it's so funny when you have a Scottish person that shouts, Freedom! I remember in, um, it was a couple of years ago, there was this massive prayer. Open heaven, I think it was called. There was a few went from, from here. And they'd ask Paul and I to share a prayer and pray for a specific thing. And I got up there with my tant and jacket on. There was like five, six hundred there I don't know how many it was a lot and I just stood there and I went freedom and the place just went roll like that was hilarious you know but you know every one of us that has received Jesus walks in freedom in Christ only in Christ do you walk in freedom so I'm going to share from the Roman road today and I'm excited because God is good thank you father You are such a wonderful heavenly father. You care for your people. And I just thank you for this privilege and honor of serving you in a mighty way to deliver your message and your words through the power of the Holy Spirit that has been invested in me to the people, that they will be free, walk free, and live as kings and reign in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. So my title is to reign in life. That's what I'm going to be sharing on today. And I have a little caption that should come up, Evangeline, if you can pop that up. And it says this, mirror, hopefully Ruben put it up. Here you go. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who am I and what's my call? I want you to remember that for the rest of your life. Snow White. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who am I and what's my call? So I am going to be telling you who you are and what you call from the book of Romans. Wonderful. And I'm going to start in Romans 5, verse 17. And it should be coming up on the screen. For if by the trespass of one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more? God has much more for us. That's good news. Much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life. Through yourself, by yourself? No, through the one man, Jesus Christ, reign in life. So where's the key? Keep it up there. You reign by good works. Busting your way with those dance moves to get to heaven. You reign by receiving. Right. The kingdom of heaven is not about achieving, but it's about receiving. Yeah. Though it's opposite to the way the world thinks if you achieve and you do this and that, you will get there. But in heaven, the good news is you receive this truckload abundant provision of grace and it comes in that order. If you don't receive the grace of God and understand how loved and how good God is, you will not really understand the righteousness in reigning in life. Righteousness is an old English word and it just simply means right standing. God has put you in right standing with him. Isn't that good news? So people can discipline themselves into good behavior, but they still need a Savior. No one can behave their way into heaven. You've got to get that. You cannot behave your way into heaven. It's all the work of what Jesus did on the cross, and it's your job to receive. Wow. That frees me right there. I don't have to try to do anything. So I am not righteous because I am good. I am righteous because he is good. Isn't that good? So Romans 8 verse 28 says this, For God works all things for good to those who love him and are called According to his purpose. So remember, I said, Mirror, mirror on the wall, who am I and what's my call? Your call is to reign in life through every situation. That means the good, the bad, and the ugly. How do you reign through the ugly? Well, the kingdom of God is one of peace and joy. So even when we are grieving, we can have a peace from our heavenly Father that passes all understanding. We can still walk through the valley of the shadow of death and have that peace that God is with us. We are completely in Christ, reigning in life. Isn't that a, just a great comfort? So that was your call: was to reign in life. So who am I? Well, there's many scriptures. Let's say, who am I? But I'm keeping to Romans as well, but some of them are out of Romans. And First Peter 2, verse 9 says this, we are a royal priesthood. Wow. So that means you have a bit of a crown going on your head. Some, you can see their crown more than others. They're getting a bit less hair, aren't they? But we all have a crown given by our heavenly Father, in that priesthood, you don't have to go to a priest and tell him all your problems now, one person just doing everything. You are all priests, royal priests. You have direct access to the throne of grace, truckloads of grace, abundant grace. Isn't that cool? You can walk right up there with fear and trembling. No, this Scottish girl goes up there with boldness. And I say, thank you. I am in right standing with you, Heavenly Father, so I can just ask what I like. Yes, because God changes what I like. And so I can ask, and He provides. Heaven's not bankrupt, eh? That's reigning in life. And then in Revelation 1, verse 6, it says this, Christ has made us kings and priests unto God. So you're a king here today. I don't know whether you felt like that when you walked in, getting your kids ready to come to church, and it gets a bit ho-ha, and stinky nappies, and doing the dishes, and clearing the bench. but you reign in life, mamas. You do. Yes. Don't worry about whether the kids, God's got that all sorted. All your children shall be taught of the Lord. That is my go-to verse when my kids mess up. I just remember that promise from God. All my children shall be taught of the Lord. So even when I mess up, they're still going to be taught by a heavenly Father. Because he reigns, I can reign over all my stuff-ups. Good, eh? Because Christ is in control. You were never meant to strive in the kingdom, but thrive. So good. So what are we reigning over? There's lots we're reigning over, but there's something big from the book of Romans. We are reigning over. Romans 6 verse 14 says this, <clears throat> and this is fraying, by the way. For sin shall not have dominion. It shall not rule over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Wow. wow. You can reign over sin. Isn't that amazing? You can reign over sin. You can walk free of that addiction that held you back in the past. Isn't that cool? Because God's grace has covered it. And you can reign in life and be free to enjoy his goodness and his presence. It's so good. There's an abundance of grace and it never runs out. It's not like your bank balance. Got to top it up. Well, that Paul tops mine up, but... And then if he doesn't, I ask my heavenly father. He's he's great. Sin only reigns if you allow it. Satan doesn't have any control over you when you're in the kingdom of God and you're a royalty. He only does if you give it to him. So stop giving it to him. Hey, so good. Because Romans 6 says, Shall we still go on sinning so grace may abound? No, we died to sin. You don't love it anymore. Doesn't really enjoy it anymore. The things we used to do, those parties and getting drunk and getting sloshed and all that, doesn't really, no, no, don't go there because it's just not worth it. Because you reign in life and you're a royal kings and priests unto God. You're an ambassador for the king of kings. And I can have fun with all that other stuff. It's great. I can party. Too right. My kids will tell you that. I can dance them off the dance floor anytime for hours. But I do it in a righteous standing before God. It's so good. Paul needs a few dance lessons though. He's not quite got the groove yet, but he'll get there. I'm trying to teach him the highland fling, but it's hopeless. There's just, nah. Some, yeah, I shouldn't say it's hopeless. I'm, I'm praying for him, but never mind. Yes, with the bagpipes. I don't know if you watched the Queen's funeral. Oh, sorry. It gives me goosebumps. My sister texts, she says, are you crying? I'm like, yeah, 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 bagpipes. Just wonderful. God's intention was for every believer to know what it is to be royalty, to be kings on earth. So a real king from God's perspective was how Jesus was on earth. What did Jesus do? He saved. He blessed. He gave. That's what a king is. That's who you are. Kings and queens. Kings. it's cool. So Romans 8 should be coming up. Thank you, Evangeline. You're doing amazing. Romans 8, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded, and here's a big list of everything that he wants to get across, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Notice that. I'm going to come back to it. Things present or things to come. No height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Things present and things to come. There's a big list there. And in 1 Corinthians 3, it says something similar. If you could pop that one up. Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. Yours. They're all yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death, here it comes again, or things present or things to come, all are yours. I don't know if you noticed, something's missing. Guess what's missing? The past. Why is the past not mentioned there? Because it's not yours. It's that simple. How can you reign in life if you keep going to the past? Shame, regrets, all that condemnation. It is not yours. It was bought with a price. And guess who bought it? Jesus Christ who shed his blood on the cross. You do not need to go back to the past. There is no shame there because it has been covered. Isn't that freeing? The book of Romans is so good. So good. You own the things present and things to come, but not the past. That's why when you wake up every day, you get a present from God. And it is the present for you to unwrap and enjoy and reign in life. Oh, it's awesome. Getting excited. Going to save myself this morning. You don't have legal access to the past because it was purchased by Jesus, on behalf of your heavenly Father, and any time you revisit the events of yesterday, apart from the blood of Jesus, which we do in communion, you are revisiting something that is covered. It doesn't have a voice to haunt you. So if you get this voice that says, "Remember that," it says, "Not me. It's been covered." I'm a new creation in Christ, I'm a king, I'm a priest unto God that no longer has reign or dominion over me because I reign in life. I am a new creation in Christ, all things, all that rubbish is gone. It's in God's rubbish dump which he buries in the deep sea. So don't go deep sea fishing guys, it's there to stay. I know some of you like fishing, but that stuff you leave there because it's rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. Real say See, rubbish. I like rolling my R's. That's why I like to rail, because I roll my R's. I love it. Love it. Cool. So when you keep going to the past, you are stopping yourself from reigning in life. And God's like, they don't get it. Stay in the present. The future's yours. It's all good. That's the good news of the gospel. Now, I grew up in Edinburgh, and the nearest city to me was called Glasgow. um, As a young girl, I used to go to Glasgow, sometimes shopping in the main big shopping area there. The town council had put this big plaque up, and it said this, May Glasgow flourish through the preaching of the gospel. But then one day, the sign came down, and they put another one up, and it said, may Glasgow flourish, but they took the gospel out of it, they took Jesus off it, and you know what happened? Crime flourished, because Glasgow became the highest murder capital city in the whole of Europe and Britain. Britain. It got so bad, I don't even know what it's like today. But when you take Jesus out of society and the good news, the freeing news of the gospel with those verses that I'm sharing, it's a downward spiral. You can't reign in life when you take Jesus out of the equation. Oh. Oh. God has done everything for you to reign, eh? Isn't he a good God? Chapter 8 of Romans, it starts with no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. And it ends in verse 39 with no separation. So not only is there no condemnation for you forever, there is no separation. No man can pluck you out of his hand. Even yourself. Isn't that good? And freeing to know you are secure in your heavenly Father's care. So wonderful. If the greatest miracle of salvation was all of God and not of your works, how much more when you rest and reign in life, when you rest in God. So good kings. You're a royal king and you're a priest. Kings don't live with the same limitations that everyone else in the kingdom lives. God has called you to be a king. That means to reign and have dominion over or to have sovereign power. It also implies to have royal authority. You are called to reign over every situation. Remember I said the good, the bad, and the ugly. God intends for us as royalty to use the unlimited resources of heaven for the good of the people around us. You are here and reigning in life to be a blessing to others like a king. A king doesn't listen to a problem and think, how am I going to fix this? He faces the problem knowing that he has all authority and the resources to sort it. You have all authority and the resources to sort it. I remember going to the Tower of London as a young girl. My parents took me to London for a trip and I went to the Tower of London there. And there is where all the royal jewels are kept. And they are priceless. Like, they, I think the second biggest diamond ever cut is in one of the crowns that the Queen wears, or did wear. The state—that's called the state crown. It's massive, worth a lot of money. And when she takes it out for certain things, she—they have to put a sign up that says "in use." I've got good news for you. Heaven doesn't need to put a sign up and say "in use" because there's only one of them. If you prayed the same prayer as me and you wanted another miracle, the same as my miracle, God's got unlimited resources. It's not one for one, for only one person. God has unlimited resources. So you better start using it. You better start, you better start talking like a king and acting like a king, eh? So just like kings make decrees, And expect it to come to pass, so you too as a king. Have you got an expectant spirit? And this is what Romans 14 and 7 says. Because our words have creative power. This is what it says. Just as God calls the things that are not as though they were or are, so also we should declare what we want to see in our lives. Do I have that there in um, Romans 4 verse 17? There you go. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being the things that were not. So in other words, no matter the situation that you are facing, because you reign in life, you can call forth a miracle, amazing things, no matter, even if it looks Indeed, he gives life. And this chapter is actually talking about Abraham. Now, Abram, as his first name literally was, it means exalted father. He had had no children. And God said to him one day, I'm going to change your name to Abraham, which means father of multitude or father of nations. Before he ever saw the son, that he, and he went, was years waiting, can you imagine every time his wife, and just imagine this, said, Father of nations, come for dinner. Do you think the neighbors would be like, really? Yeah? Don't see any kids there. Where's his tribe? Where's his clan? There's none. But God in his faithfulness He kept believing God, and Abraham continued to reign in life, believing God's promise. (coughs) You might have a promise from the Heavenly Father. Well, you might have been waiting a while for it, but you know what? Keep declaring it out. Speak life into the situation. Keep decreeing. Job 22 verse 28 says this, and it's coming up. It's got declare there, but in the translation I have, it's decree, but that's okay. You shall also decree or declare a thing. And what happens? Ooh, this is good news. It will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. So you're going to start declaring and decreeing like a king? Sometimes I, I actually pray like that, or just I talk and I say, I declare and decree. I want a holiday. Thank you, Lord. Yes, I do. <laughs> He's laughing. I never said you were paying. I've got a heavenly father, Paul, so it's all good. So I declare and decree. You shall also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. You've been praying for someone for a long time, and they don't like seem like they're any nearer. Believe me, they're nearer, nearer than you could ever think. Those kids, that son, that daughter that's not come to Jesus, they'll come. You declare it, you decree it, and they will come. Never give up. We shall reap a harvest, even as a church. We shall reap a harvest. There's many souls coming to Christ. You can't even imagine the things that God has got for us. It's so good. Rain and life. Two sales rapes. They were shoe sales rapes. They went to Africa. Two different companies. One shoe sales rep gets to Africa and he sees no one wears shoes. And he phones up his boss and he says, cancel the order. No one wears shoes. The second sales rep got there. And he sees that no one wears shoes. He phones up his boss and says, double the order. No one wears shoes. He's reigning in life because he declared They're going to buy these shoes because no one wears shoes here. You can speak life into every situation wherever you're at. Isn't it good? Everyone in this room is designed to reign in life. He has made you to be the head and not the tail. He has given you the ability to get wealth. Did you know that? He has given you the ability to get wealth. Isn't that amazing? He cares for you. He provides for you. He has also told you that you will be the lender and not the borrower. Wow, how about that? You're going to give out and you don't have to borrow. It's what the word says. It's not what I say. It's coming from the word of God. So if you are not seeing this right now in your life, well, guess what you need to do? Declare it. And claim on your inheritance, it's all yours, unlimited resources of the King of kings and Lord of lords. So good, because you are designed to reign in life. And you know, you can reign in life over every situation, whether it's big or even in the small things of life. Last Saturday, um, I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning and Evangeline dies into my room and says, Mom, I'm bored, let's go and visit James'. Now, James is in Auckland, so I'm like, yes, let's go on a trip. So we did. Half an hour later, we're in the car. Paul came. I said, you can come, Paul, because you can drive. So he came. Yeah, he wanted to see his son too. But we had a wonderful time. We said, no shopping, James. We're just going to do what you do. We're going to see the sights you show us, Auckland, because he does walks. And so, oh, it was amazing. Had a wonderful time. And in the evening, we went to the viaduct. And I don't know if you know, but I'll tell you a secret. There's a great parking space by the Hilton, and everyone thinks it belongs to the Hilton, but it's actually a car packing, and there's not, you can always get in there. So I went in, and they have these fancy, sophisticated, um, what do you call them, like parking meter things, like in a box, and it, it's like complicated, really complicated, and for us hillbillies up here who don't even have parking meters, it takes you like an hour to figure the thing out. And so I'm looking at this thing, and it's weekend rates, which was $20, so otherwise it would have been $100 or something to park there for three hours, and there was a crack right at the time, so I'm going to slightly smash the glass, so it was right by the time, so I thought, oh, I'm not having this, I reign in life, I'm going to phone the company up, so I phoned the company up, so they talked me through it, and finally I got it. so got that all sorted, had to take a, remember my um, number plate, it's all number plates knife to remember your number plate, put it in, and anyway, it took a while, and I got it done, so I went, I went sort of away back to the car, and I noticed there was a younger couple there, and they were standing conferring a bit as well, and I went away to, eventually, wanted to get something in a shop, a few minutes, like 15, 20 minutes later, came back, and the same young couple with a little child was still there, and they looked puzzled, they were really puzzled, so I, as I got into the car, I said to Paul, stop the car. I'm going to help them. So I, well, he did. He stopped the car. He did. He was very good. He listens to his wife because he knows happy wife, happy life. And see, he can reign in life when he's a happy wife too, eh? hey? It works both ways as well. Yep. So I stopped the car and I said, are oh, you having trouble? And I went, don't worry, I had trouble too. But I've sorted it because I phoned them. And so not only did I do that, but I actually swiped my visa, Paul's visa well, it was, not mine, can't say, he paid, and I said, I just want to bless you, and they were so blown away, it made the the day, it was the, the evening, the, I don't know where they're at, but they were troubled, they didn't know what to do, and they'd been waiting there for 20 minutes, and so you can reign in life through even the little things, $20 that day, and helping someone just with a, whatever those machines are called, what are they, packing meters, yeah, packing meters, goodness. Anyway, so, you know, you can reign in life through every situation. So I'm going to come back to my first phrase. Mirror, mirror, on the wall. When you look in it, who am I and what's my call? Who are you? You are kings and priests. What's your call? Reign in life. So you can... You don't have to wear tartan or paint your face blue and a white cross on, because that's a flag of Scotland, to be free. You can walk free right now. Isn't that the good news? Yeah, I love that. So I'm actually just going to stop there because, oh, I've got 23 seconds. Oh, I've done it. It's good, eh? So go away and reign in life. Receive Jesus. Be a devoted follower of Jesus Christ. Remember you're a king. If the tiara slips now and then when you get a bit in the mess, just put it back on. It's always there. It's all good, eh?